Welcome to the BDB Podcast with your hosts, Shodog, Gola, and KG. Brought to you by Natty Light, a wonderfully blended and balanced American-style lager. When you want to have one, or maybe 12, go for a Natty Light. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode! to bdb i had to bring a good one i missed last week so mm-hmm. i was like sure yep. but i was like sure he's back I to bring it. in the fucking noise when it comes right. to the uh the intro this week that's right we got no plans today so we are just <laughs> it, uh shooting from the hip and letting it fly so oh we are doing a draft um yeah yeah we'll get into that later but we're just letting it fly, and and things are slow in the sports world. So I have no idea how this is gonna go because football's over, basketball all star break, hockey's hockey. Um, Bruins are dominating again after Fula jinxed them. Um, <laughs> Did you March watch the All Star game? Did you watch the All Star game? I, I mean, you didn't watch your boy bit, JT. Was, I mean, it was a joke, right? Did, didn't he set a record? Wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was like three times he was defended. It's still a record, say, dude. It's still a record. I mean, the All-Star game's always been like that, though, you know? Didn't yeah. the coach uh, the, the West say there was the worst basketball play, game played? Yeah. Worst basketball game ever played? Yeah, last year, the last two years, they did this thing in the, like, you know, it's the first to a certain amount of points um, instead of, like, points in the game. So, like, there's no timer in the fourth quarter. And it got competitive. Like, LeBron hit a buzzer beater a couple years ago, and it was, like, actually competitive. But... Uh, team Giannis was up so big that it just wasn't competitive. And it was actually just Jalen versus JT at the end. Like they were both putting on a show, which is kind of cool for Celtics fans, but the game itself was garbage. It was the lowest rated all-star game in history for viewership at least. But did you guys happen to watch the draft for it? No, no, no. It was actually pretty hilarious. I figured it would be because I think Giannis is pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So they did like the reserves first. I think we had talked about this like off the show, but they did the reserves first because they didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings because they didn't want to be last pick, whatever like that. And so they're going through the reserves and uh, it gets like Giannis is like second pick in the reserves. And he's like goes in this huge spiel how he's taking this big playmaker and he says he's taking Ja Morant. And then everyone's also losing it laughing at him because like Ja was a starter. And so he couldn't even actually take him at that point. And so they all started ripping on Giannis for it. Like Barkley's losing it laughing, making fun of him stuff. So that was it was pretty good. And like the way that Giannis handled it. So pretty funny. Yeah, I saw that too. And then I saw Giannis was like, there's no way I'm taking JT. That guy knocked me out last year. There's no way. And then first pick, he took JT in mm-hmm. the starters, which was funny. Um, and then JT had his shoe release, which is... So from like everything I've read, he was like telling people like, no, I'm going for records. Like my shoe came out first time I'm wearing it. The Jordan, the Tatum ones from Jordan. They look sharp as hell. There's four different colorways. I know Andy's going to get one when they release in April. But he put on a show for his new shoes. I got to see what these things look like. There's, yeah. Oh, my God. Those are so ugly, dude. Oh, my God. They're gorgeous. What are oh, the Tatum ones? Shit. Yeah, they're gorgeous. The red and black ones are the ugliest. Okay, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah. The other colors are way better. And and the, the red and black ones look decent on him. So they look better than like just a photo. Not a fan, dude. 
but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, what was I? There's say? like oh. very few like sneakers that NBA players come out with that I like. Most of them are just fucking horrible. I think. Yeah, there's not many. Well, you have yeah, to like. Yeah, you're right, and it's like you have to. I mean, I don't know if I'd like them if it wasn't JT, to be honest with you, but because it's JT, I just love them. So, um, there's a pink lemonade one, and it's actually yeah. a little better. Those are those are fire, dude. I like them better than the black and whatever. I think it's enough to wear those, but yeah, I'll send um, that in the chat so at least we can we'll talk about it. But uh, what is there? I, I I didn't really read too much into it, but Lori Markinen was a starter in the All Star game. Had yeah. to have been a replacement, right? He was a replacement, but he Durant? also is it. Yeah, and then he's also from Utah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And he actually, dude, I. I never really seen Markin play. What an athlete! Yeah, he's like a perfect NBA body, isn't he? He's like Dude, long he's, and lanky, and he can like. I thought he was like just shooter though, and like yeah, kind of like Dirk movement. No, what an athlete! Yeah, he was putting some dunks down where I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" I've honestly never really seen him play much in the NBA, but Me I remember either. when he was in. I think he was at Arizona. Yeah. In college, I remember he was like pretty impressive then. But it's just weird seeing him as a starter. Yeah, he sucked for Chicago. Yeah. But, anyways. Anyways. See, I'm going through this. I'm looking at those, like, the white ones, the St. Louis ones. Like, those ones I, are fine to me. They're, like, very simple. They're, like, white, red, and with a little blue on them. Yeah. What's the other one? What's the other colors? The, barber sh- the barbershop, which is, like, gray and black and red. That doesn't look bad. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to get. The I don't know which one of them. Yeah, I don't mind the St. Louis ones, I guess. I feel like that big plastic thing going along the outside at the bottom there looks feels yeah. like it's gonna make it super heavy to me. Yeah. I'm probably way off, but it just looks like it. I'm a big fan of the pink lemonade ones. I love I just how the, the nuts to wear them. I love how the NBA changed that rule, like because like it was like five years ago you couldn't even wear like flashy shoes. You had to have like white black or team colors and then they finally right. change it and like allowed players to like show their creative sides so stuff like that that pink lemonade one i feel like it'd be cool to see on a player for sure yeah and it's also probably been and i'm not shitting you probably 15 years since i bought a basketball shoe college was the last time i bought a basketball shoe yeah it's been a while so oh nine ish so yeah yeah probably that's how long. I can't remember the last time I did. It's been. The dude lives Jesus. in Crocs. <laughs> we might have talked about it last week, but I bought Buckley the Yana shoes. Bright did yellow. You? Bright yellow Giannis. Yep. That's Got his cool. basketball starting up, dude. Ooh. Week and a half. Let's do it. Starts his career. Have you guys been practicing? <laughs> We've been practicing a little bit in the kitchen, but not with a hoop and a ball. More fundamentals. Nice. Jump stops, okay. jab steps, pivots, stuff like that. You know? And yep. really just working on explosions. He puts those shoes on, dude, and I think he gets faster, so. <laughs> um, that That's actually, like, bring, brings up something I want to ask you guys. I was, I've been thinking about this before. Um, and you said, like, he's starting his career. So, like, do you guys think, and you know, like, sure, I'm going to like, kind of like gear this one a little bit more towards you because you were the best athlete of the three of us. Um, Debatable. Like, 
<laughs> like, do you think like, you know, you were obviously very good at basketball and football. Um, I would probably argue you might've been better at football than basketball, but that's just my opinion. But do you think like, if you grew up in Texas, you would have played like, uh, like division one football at quarterback? Or do you think like, do you, I guess like my, my whole question is, is like, if we, if you grew up somewhere else in the country that like got more recognition for a sport or like, say you grew up in like, we grew up in Canada and you grew up playing hockey, like you could be uh, like an elite hockey player. Or like, if you just grew up playing like bowling, you would just be a fucking like professional bowler. Mm. If you have like 100%. thought about that, like that's what I'm saying. So like, I think I would so have been you, an unbelievable hockey player. Mm, interesting. I didn't see this going finish. that way. Yeah, no, I've always said that. Like the best thing about my basketball skill was probably my feet, my footwork. And I feel like hockey is like all being on skates and shit. And I and I've never skated. I think too, like, and I've always said one thing. I've joked around. I'm like, I think it would have been fairly good at hockey because I have a fucking thick lower end, and like as far as skating goes. But I I don't really know. But I just I like I thought about that before, and I'm like. You know, like, sure, like, you playing quarterback, like, you were obviously fucking awesome in Maine, but I'm like, you know, if Shorey played football, like, I don't know, in the Midwest or in the South, like, would he have played, like, Division One football? Like, I think you probably would have. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing is, like, what they have for resources down there, right? So they have, like, quarterback coaches and camps and five on, and, like, seven on sevens and, like, their stuff but I also, is, like, once you get good, and Maine does okay in AAU, like, they have a pretty good AAU basketball, and that's probably why I was decent at basketball but like we have nothing for football well we do i mean red zone academy now is in portland that's really good but like there's just not much in Maine. right but i but i think too with Maine, like and i'm not like basketball has been better obviously like the last you know i don't know 10 12 years probably there's been a lot of kids a lot more kids that coming out of maine and that's probably because of aau but i feel like i mean people just don't come to the northeast really or come to like maine to like recruit and no knock on like any of like coaches we had in high school, but it's not like they're going out banging on fucking doors either to try to like mm-hmm. get somebody recognized either. So I just, as a, it's like, I just feel like even the resources you would have in like Texas or even like Ohio or something, I think it's not only that, but it's like the eyes that are on you all the time because yeah, it's uh, just like way easier. I would say the biggest thing is just the competition you play, play against like on a daily basis, even in practices, like, Shuri going up and playing against like Telstar and basketball isn't really going to improve his game any bit at all. But if Shuri's like playing in like a in Texas or North Carolina playing basketball against like these powerhouse teams all the time, it's like it's going to make him better regardless. So I think it's more the competition than it is like resources and stuff like that. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to play in tournaments with like Kevin Durant and. James Harden, Eric Gordon, Mike Conley, Greg Oden, like, and that's like, I didn't play directly against them, but like the, like I would go, we we're going to play a team and guess what? They're playing them right now. So like you get to see like how you compare competitively to these, like these guys. And I don't think like people realize in Maine, the biggest thing is, these coaches, like college coaches, aren't gonna like come in season to watch you. It's the camps. Right. It's like, like I, like I think uh, this is just a small example, but I always think about it. But like Kyle Trask was the quarterback at Florida, and he didn't get not one single offer. 
he went to a camp at the University of Florida, and that's where they offered him. And that was the only offer he ever got for Division One because he went to their summer camp and he threw. And like they were like, this kid's pretty decent, and he sucked in college, high school, but he might not have no one around him. Like he might have, right. you know, what do you do if you get no one around you? But if you see him around other talent and you just see the way they act and like. It's not about what you do in high. I mean, it is about what you do in high school, but there's more to it. Like you got to, you got to get your name out there. Um, and like coaches don't help. High school coaches aren't the biggest help. I, I agree. Like they're, they're like most of them. I feel like are older or they're just there to do their job, get paid and get out. But like to look out for their kid, to get them to the next level. I don't know if that's always the biggest interest of coaches in Maine. I would imagine that question was really geared towards Shuri because, like, the talent he had, one obviously, like, he was really well, damn good. What... Obviously, like, there's a zero chance, no matter where I played, no matter what I did, there's zero chance I would ever play D1 in anything. And I know that. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't think, like, I don't think I was given those skills, like, at birth to do that. But I guess, so I, I'm just going to say that. Like, so, you know, and I'm not just saying, like, big four. I'm not saying, like, football, basketball, baseball, or whatever. But you don't think like, I don't know, like you were, you started like fucking playing with a soccer ball when you were two years old. I mean, you're pretty fast. So like, you don't think like you could have like, if that's all you did growing up, like, but like, you don't think you could have done it at a high level. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's, that's may, I mean, it's like, I would it's like, very, that'd be cool like, to think that I could, but I just, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm realistic about my athletic abilities, you know, but I mean, I guess what I'm saying, like there's, there's different. Like I'd I have to live in a different country if it's going to be soccer. I feel like. Well, I mean, you could play like you could play like high level like college soccer in the U.S. You probably could do that now, dude. It's fucking soccer. In the US like sucks. I'm just using this as an example. Like he didn't play Division One soccer, but like I know like Pat Harris like was in my class. He was at like he used to go to practice with the U.S. developmental team. Yeah. I mean, no. I'm yeah, just, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe like one of those smaller sports, but there's no chance like a basketball, baseball, you know, football, one of those. No way. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I had thought about it and I'm like, I'm just curious. Like if, you know, if you just have the weird things are right. You know, if you, if you live somewhere mm-hmm. else, you started playing something else when you're younger, like what about you? Gonna change? I don't know. I don't what think if, I could have done it in ba- basketball. What about golf? What about no. golf? You just like lessons That's as a young I, kid. That's lived in a different state, so you can play all year. Maybe. No doubt. You're good at golf. You'd be a lot better at golf if you played like all year uh, long. Yeah, Dude, think definitely. about if you played two rounds almost a day, like yeah. five days a week. Yeah. And had yeah, lessons. And, and, you know, and you like you like literally shot, and you were like, "Let me hit two more balls just to see how this feels with this club and that club, and try to backspin right. it." And like, dude. Think about it if it was your full-time job. I think you definitely could. And, like, think about the amount of time you had before you had, like, a wife and kids, like, to play. You could play You could play golf whenever you wanted to. Yeah, and that's when none of my friends played golf. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, true. Yeah. It was like, and I was like, I, then I got stuck with just fucking, I'm like, I'm not playing by myself all the time. Granted, like, my brother or my dad or somebody wanted to, but, um, yeah. Actually, so, I had these written down, too. That's, like, perfect transition into the golf thing. I was thinking about this, like I was watching the um, Genesis tournament this weekend. And I like started thinking of some, like a couple of hypotheticals for you guys. This one's like a little more basic, but it's like, would you rather hit every fairway on your drive on a par four and par five par threes don't, don't count or never three putt again. Never three putt. 
Yeah, I'd probably take the three putt too. Because I could still one putt and just guaranteed to make it right. Two but it could yeah. take you. But it could take you. But you could put two in the woods off the fucking tee, tee box still. I would imagine and a one, lot. And you're of a one people, putting. And... I could imagine a lot of people leave a lot of their strokes in the green. I I don't disagree with that, but there's also like I don't know like. I think about just like the most recent time I played, like when we we're down to Kiowa, there were a lot of fucking holes. I was all three off the tee box. All and right. What I'm about this? Double or bo- to make this, make it different. 300 yards in the fairway off the tee box or, or never three foot. 300 yards in the fairway. Don't no you think you'd probably no. do that just for the show? Who gives a fuck about your scoring <laughs> hole? Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> and it's like That's for show. Yeah, I think I would definitely. You'd also be the greatest scramble partner of all time. Just to fucking rip those drives. Oh my so God. Cool. And the thing is like, I do feel like, I feel like like playing golf, like putting is probably like one of my stronger suits. Not that I have a lot of strong suits in golf, but I feel like that's maybe one of my, like I definitely three putt, but I think I miss fairways way more than I three putting around. Yeah. I think a lot of the courses that we play, though, going off of the fairway and getting into the rough doesn't really penalize you too much because the rough isn't right. like that nasty. I think if we're talking like a That's PGA true. style course, course, a PGA style course, and like then I would pro- I might now oh, well, the greens are brutal too though, I'll say. But the rough is more unforgiving in like a PGA course than it is like the ones we play. Yeah, yeah. I just looked at it like the whole. I would still probably do the three putt, but I look at it like. How many times on courses I'm like reteeing and hitting three off the tee, mm-hmm. or like I'm shanking one into a fucking pond, yeah. and then I'm hitting you know whatever it is. But so. if you know you're not doing that, like maybe you just play your three wood off the tee every time instead of drive, like play it safer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, um. No, I think everyone would be tempted to be like, I'll take the drive, but they always say. You win with button, you know? Yeah. You putt every time. Yeah. You score, yeah, and you, you, you got to think, like, there's going to be some par threes. You don't need to hit the 300. Right. right? So but, that does, but that's guaranteed not part on the green it. somewhere. No. I said no. It's excluding par threes. It's only par oh, okay. fours and par fives. You get your guaranteed fairway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because uh, I think, like, if it's if you factor in par threes, I think I'm definitely taking the drive. Yeah, you'll never you never miss a green on a par three. It would be fucking awesome. Yeah, that'd be nice. Till you three putt it. <laughs> yeah. All right. This yeah. one's a little more. I don't know why I thought of this. It's just like a random fucking thing for me. And maybe it doesn't make sense, and it'll be obvious when you guys when I say it. But it's this is like figuring. Say you pay fifteen or twenty rounds in a year. Okay. Would you rather shoot somewhere between eighty-two and ninety-nine? Every round you play, or you break 72, two rounds that you play during the year, but every other round you play, you're shooting like 107 or worse. They're in the in the in the two rit the two rounds that you break 72 are random. So like you could do it the first round you play of the year, and it could be the last one, or it could be like the first, or you don't know which rounds they are. They're just gonna it's just gonna happen. No, I would absolutely take like the more consistent option a I what was the scores for all the scores i said so if you sh- you yeah, shoot somewhere 82, between 82, 82 and 99 yeah every round you play or 
you break 72. So you basically break par twice a year, but then you shoot like 105. I think I, I said 107, but I have 105 or worse. All right. Um, um, like when we go out and play in like our big groups, 82 most of the time is like going to be right at the top, maybe win it, right? It's like close to the top. There's not many times people have broken probably. into the 70s in our groups. Uh, I think I would take the 82 to 99. I would and be then too, like, I'd what if so you went out off with if I, like just your father-in-law? Like you went out with Wayne and you shot your 72 then. Like yeah, you could explain, like you could brag it up with Wayne, but we'd be like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. How many mulligans you take, you know? And he would never play with me again, probably. <laughs> yeah. I just, I would definitely do the more consistent one for like, for sure. But I also think it's like one of those things where if somebody's like, you ever talk to somebody like, oh, it's the best round you ever shot. I'm like, yeah, I shot 69. They don't need to know that like you shot 110 the fucking four rounds before that. That your handicap that season was like uh, 28. <laughs> your handicap 27 or whatever. But it's just, uh, I don't know. I think being able to be, I shot 69. It was fucking great. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, well, I do know what it is. Let me go after going to Kiowa. And then like, I watched a decent amount of that Genesis open this weekend. I am fucking jonesing for golf. Big time. Uh, and then full swing. Get... I Kev, saw, did you I watch watched... any? No. I watched the first. I watched the first two episodes and I started the third and then there was a bunch of shit going on. Was Matt Fitzpatrick one of them? Yeah. I saw He's something. He's like five or six. Yeah, I just saw like a highlight of his like that shot he had last year at the US Open. I think it was US Open out of the bunker. Incredible. Like yeah. he literally writes down every shot he has and what he did. Like even in the practice rounds. Yeah. I mean, even in even off I mean, even at the driving range. Even at the range, yeah. It's, it's insane. absurd. He, he um so he's been on the uh the foreplay podcast Barstool has the golf one. And he just seems like the most genuine dude too. Like there's like doesn't seem like there's a bad bone in his body, no. just like the nicest guy. I'd love to see because I'm a little spreadsheet kind of guy, you know that. I'd love to see what he's got working for his uh spreadsheets or something for all the data he has. It's gotta be it's gotta be absurd. It's like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, and then like every episode I've watched, um, I feel like I start rooting for that person beside Brooks Kepka. Like he was a tool to me. So you guys explained it to me. So like they follow someone for just one tournament? For one, no. yeah, like the whole episode. So like it but might be like the whole, the, yeah, the, the, the film crew was, no, I'm just saying the film crew was there for the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. But they follow one person so, for... So, like, episode three is Ian Poulter, dude. And you get to know, like, Ian Poulter has, like, eight kids. He's an awesome dad. Like, he's, like, literally the best dad. Like, his kids love him. You get to see, what like, what he feels about. Then they start to, like, talk about Liv and why he took the Liv contract. Um, And you get to see, like, some of the things he did in the past and, like, him talk about those and then, like, where he's at now. Well, I guess what I was wondering about is like Fitzpatrick with the U.S. Open. Were they were they focusing in on him during that tournament, or were they just doing because he was like winning? Because he's they they follow him before, and then they'll like because he's in the lead, like they really zoom in on him on the on the gotcha. that time, and like gotcha. they they're right. with him after he wins. They're with him the whole time. Like he's got like the trophy, and like he doesn't even. He's such a genuine dude. Yeah. He doesn't even like people are dropping champagne, and he doesn't even drink or anything. He just like. Were there any guys that like were they focused in on and then they end up losing the tournament? 
Oh yeah, there's a ton. Yeah. Joe yeah. Joe da- Damon? D- Damon? Joe Damon. Damon. Do you know who that is? No. Yep. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea, dude. I, and I oh, guess wait, it's a fan wait. favorite. Oh, never mind. At Go the ahead. um waste open. Wait waste management. And because he's from there. Dude, what an awesome human being. Like Oh, is he the one who took a shirt off? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, got in trouble. But like, you know, who he's cares? read through a lot in his life, like I'm not going to go through it, but like he's had cancer and all that. Yeah. He's had family members who died of cancer. And like, he just doesn't give a, f- like, he doesn't like, he doesn't even think he's good at golf. Like they'll ask him and he'd be like, I don't know, man, maybe I'm top 100 in the world. They're like, dude, you could be top 10. You could be top 20 if you tried. And he's like, I'd rather play cornhole and drink some beers with my friends. Yeah. But then, yeah, like he and, said- and you got to see it, dude. It's, it's, he's a, such an awesome human being. Like he's just a good dude. Right, he said stuff like I heard one. I haven't seen that episode yet, but I saw a quote. He's like, "I'm not as good as John Ram, Roy McIlroy." He's like, "I don't, I never will be." He goes, "But you know what? Somebody's gonna be the 70 best play, player in the world. It might as well be me." Like he's just so nonchalant about it. He's like, "Yeah, fuck it, whatever." But one then he gets going. Evident, and then, like, oh, that's yeah. the cool part. Is like then the video show him, and it's like he's like 180 out, and he puts it five feet from the fucking pin, and yeah. it's like, dude, you're fucking insane. Want to be? One thing that is evidently clear when it comes to fucking golfers every single one of those motherfuckers fly private everywhere they go there is no commercial flights those dudes are on private jets all the time it's unfucking believable well i mean i i understand that but i'm just <laughs> saying but but what i'm saying is, is like you see a lot of other athletes they're still flying fucking commercial all the time this them fucking guys fly pjs all over the place they were talking about the first episode yeah. of Spieth and Thomas, and they just jumped on a PGA, flew to fucking Oklahoma, like where the site of the PGA Championship was, for a practice round, jumped back on the plane after and flew back to Florida or yeah. Texas or wherever Spieth was. Poulter has his whole family on a uh, private yeah. in there. They're, it's pretty cool, dude. They're like in the air and they're like having a putting competition, like him and all of his kids. It's fucking cool. I That's crazy. Don't, I never liked Poulter. After yeah. watching that episode, awesome. I like like him more than I did. Everyone besides Kepka, dude. Kepka's a fucking tool, in my opinion, dude. After watching it, and listen, I'm not trying to be a dick, but his wife seems like the most obnoxious woman in the world, too. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Double down on that. She, I'm like, sorry. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick. Like, Even the dog seems annoying. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'll tell you what. He's got a sick fucking house, though. Jesus Christ, Ooh-hoo. that place was fucking unbelievable. <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's pretty cool like i want to sit down and watch um i watch like they all weekend. have that's the cool part yeah they all have unbelievable houses and then you go to um damon's and it's like it's smaller than you your house and my house dude really? in Phoenix. <laughs> it's but he just has like all of his neighbors come over and they're like how are you gonna do this weekend he's like i don't know dude let's throw some bags that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool yeah. it's pretty uh, uh... I want to. I gotta sit down and watch the rest of them at some point. I just haven't haven't had time. I got three left. So, um, I saw a stat the other day and it was showing like the winning percentages. It were like I think Rory's career winning percentage is like around ten. Rams is like twelve. Uh, Jack Nicholas was like twelve point eight or something like that. And then Tiger is like twenty two point eight percent. Because, like, Rom right now is, like, on an absurd streak where I yeah. think, like, every tourney so far this year, he's finished in, like, the top five, I think it is. I think there's only been, like, a total of, like, six guys in the year who have beat him. 
and he's like won like three of the tournament. Something it's something very impressive that Rom is doing, and like it seems crazy. Like he's fucking winning every week, right? And then it's like, well, Tiger did this for like fifteen years, so. And Tiger's doing it with like majors too. Yeah, yeah. Like the Tiger Slam, like he held them all at one time. Didn't win them all in the same year, but I think he like didn't win the Masters and won the U.S. Open, PGA, and British Open, and then turned on won the Masters the following year. It's fucking stupid. It's insane. All right, what about this hypothetical? I just thought of it. You can get three hole in ones in your life. You can get more, but three hole in ones guaranteed. You pick when you hit that hole in one, or you can get a new set of golf clubs anytime you want, as many times as you want the rest of your life. Oh, hole in ones. Hole in ones. Hole in ones. I fucking have 1994 Titleist, and I don't plan <laughs> on moving them. Do you know how much better you'd be if you got a new set of sticks, dude? I'm buying oh, got- club extenders next week, dude, and fucking putting those on those bad boys. I don't think it's the uh, the length of the clubs that's much as bothering you as is the technology since yeah. they're from fucking forty years ago. Those things, those things. Whack, I think baby. that's holding ones. It's no question. Now, if you said it was only one of them, still taking the hole in one. I probably would still take the hole in one because you're never guaranteed to get one, but it's a lot closer. You don't think you'll ever get one? I don't know. I don't. I think mean, I maybe, but like, the thing is, is like I'm playing less golf now than I ever have. Yeah, but you're gonna play a lot when you get a little older. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look at guys like my dad. My dad's fucking played golf a lot. He's never got one. Mid range is just not my thing. Like par threes, I I don't get close to the hole. Anyway, so like I don't. I don't have high expectations that I'll hit one. Have you ever. guys ever like come? close to one no like when you got up there the ball's like whatever mm, i mean i don't know what you're saying but close but probably i've been probably closest has probably been like within five feet but i can't remember if i ever had been closer than that you know i had i think the closest i ever came to one was um oh actually oh, real quick i was with my dad one time he had one on 16 at sunday river that uh yeah he like literally because the ball was so high in the air when it came down, it just stopped. It was like legit. I don't know how it didn't hit the fucking cup. Mm-hmm. It was like three inches. Oh wow. Um, or and then the, I think the closest I had was up to Rangeley one time. Me, Vet, and OJ I think played up there. It was early in the morning and I hit a par three and the sun was coming up and I knew I hit the ball well, but I could not fucking see it at all because sun was in my eyes. And I get up there and I think that was in like with inside a foot. Or a foot and a half, or something like that. So that was probably the closest I've ever came. Definitely that's one, one, of, those one times, of those ones. That's such such a bittersweet, right? Because you're like pumped to get out of there with the birdie, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, "Fuck, I was that close." Mm-hmm. Right. But it's also one of those things where, like, I almost be like, would be rattled if I didn't see it go. Like, I we play yeah. like I've played a lot of golf courses, like that. I've hit par threes, and you can't see the fucking pin. Mm-hmm. And you can't see, it. and it's like. If I get a hole in one on a hole like that, I'm going to be pumped. But if I don't get to watch it go in, it's going to be a little less fucking exciting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It'd be so badass to do something like that when we have like this big like, get togethers oh. with it, like 16 of us. Can't even imagine. Fucking unbelievable. It'd be insane. I've hold out like, uh, like from the rough, but it was like probably like 160, 170 out before. That was pretty, that was pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. So I did that. I did a something similar one time. 
like getting a hole in one would just be like fucking it's I don't know. It, but like you said, it's more about like who you're with, I almost think. Right. Because if like, you're just like playing with like one random person and imagine you playing with like a random. Imagine you just wouldn't play golf one day and some random was just joined you. Oh, no, nope. that'd be gross. Yeah, I know. Let me ask you this: This, do you, would you guys consider? So I've heard like this before, like um, on again, this is on that four play podcast on Barstool. So they have a down to Pinehurst, they have a par three course called the Cradle, and most of them are like under a hundred yards, and they they debate and argue because whether or not if you get a hole in one of those holes, mm. it actually counts. I would say no. If you That's put a par three court, is it 18 holes? It's yeah, I think it is, but it's all, all of the holes are like under like a hundred yards. I would say no. Doesn't count. That's ridiculous. You don't think you think it counts? That's no, I said that's ridiculous. Oh, 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 oh. But I thought because I think it would. I don't know. I don't that's... know if it would either. I wouldn't say it would. I don't no. know. I'm trying to think of comparatively like what that like what like it's almost like going to the driving range and there's like a fucking little hole like 100 <laughs> yards out, dude. You put one in. Yeah. What do you mean? What'd you say, Kevin? It's like comparing what? No, I'm trying to think of something in, something else in sports, like a different sport to compare that to. But I just I can't think of anything off the top of my head. It'd be like going to like, like a, going to the courts, going to the courts at, at like Hosmer and basketball and just like shooting a bunch of threes with no one there and then being like, oh, I made fucking 10 threes in a game the other day. I was gonna, oh, that I was going to say, like, or you go to, like, Fenway, and you put a ball in a tee, and then a home run off the monster. Like, do you can you say you actually hit a ball, like, a home run at Fenway, if you hit it off a tee? Yeah, that's, that's a shot. That's what I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You it's hard to hit ball a ball that far fucking... off a tee. No, I know. I'm just. But I see what you're saying, yeah. But... It's like if someone gave you bat in practice, and they you had a metal bat, and they threw a golf ball. That fucking <laughs> thing would just launch. Yeah, just hitting it on the fucking highway. Yep. It's time for the BDB starting five. Let's get this shit going. All right, we're going to do a draft. Um, we're going to do... If you could switch bodies with any person, live or in history, um, who would that person be? Right? Did I get that right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Sure, did you, you prepare for it? Uh, not one bit. Nice. Um, so I, I do have a question. who my first pick is going to be. And so. Sure, he came I, up with the topic, too. That's my favorite part. <laughs> I do have a question about this because I actually, like – there was a lot of people that I thought of, but like, I don't, wouldn't necessarily want to change, like, wouldn't necessarily want to switch bodies with them, like, right now, but like, I can think of stuff that may have happened in their life, like, 25 years ago. Oh, yeah. Fine that I would it. like to, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, switch bodies, switch, sure. like, for that one event or whatever. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Bill Johnson had an awful life, but then Bill Johnson the in like 1956 pick. was unreal. You can be Bill Johnson in 1956 if you want. KG. No, I'm, I'm more or less talking about like just one particular. Not, With the like, yeah. second pick. 
where he's just like, fuck these guys. Andy and Gola. He's like, I really don't give a fuck what you guys are fucking. Hey, come on now. This is easy. This is easy. I haven't even thought about it. Shit. I I actually had a hard time coming up with some of these. You did? Yeah, because I was like, I, I was thinking more or less like, I didn't know how to go about it. Like, am I thinking of, if I could say, yes, I want to be this person on this di- particular day mm-hmm. in whatever year, then yeah, like that would have been a lot easier. But then I'm like, well, maybe I have to be like, it has to be like, th- you know, in 2023, this is what I want to socialize with. All right. I think uh, everyone, this is probably like a given. Everyone probably knows who I'm going with in this first pick. It's blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to do it, dude. In his day, he was fucking an absolute machine. It's Hugh Hefner. <laughs> Can you freaking imagine, dude? Can you imagine? No. No. Obviously, no, he's R.I.P. Really. He R.I.P. But did I trick you guys a little bit there? A little bit? Did I, I didn't. That's uh, not where I thought you were going. Yeah. But I wasn't 100% sure where you were going. I didn't that. think he was going that early. Um, well, he did, dude. Icon. All right. Uh, great pick. Great pick. Uh, do you want to elaborate on like what, what things you would be looking forward to? Uh, just like being able to wear loungewear around the house all day. You have a big mansion and you know, you're always having a party. It's always nice to have parties. Always a party. Yeah. I'm going to go with another guy who likes to party. Um, and also likes the ladies, Leo DiCaprio. Um, I think, dude, the guy's. The guy is just got a new supermodel all the girlfriend at all, at all times. He's like, sometimes he's at a mansion. Sometimes he's at nightclub. Sometimes he's on his yacht. Like the dude, the dude pulls. He, he certainly does, man. Can you think of a movie he's had where like fucking wasn't like an absolute slam? It was, it was like everything he does is gold. He is good, man. He's, he's so good. He's the man. Yeah, he's fucking unreal. Um, all right, this has nothing to do with the person because I think I don't really think he's that interesting and I could kill us to be him for a day because of who he is. But I want to be him because I want to see how much fucking money I can spend in a day and I want to be Elon Musk for one day and I am going to try to drain that fucking bank account. I'm going to try <laughs> to spend as much fucking money as humanly possible in one day. I No, I know I couldn't spend it at all, but I'm, I'm going to make a fucking hell of an effort hell to see yeah. how much money I can spend. Like I'm, I'm walking around to like every house I possibly can with just briefcases full of cash and just be like, here you go, mm-hmm. here you go. Like fucking yep. Oprah yeah. Winfrey, you have a car, you have a car. Like I'm <laughs> spending that money. You like have a Tesla. You have a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's a fucking $25 million mansion. You get a $25 million mansion. Just fucking going nuts. You ever seen interviews with him? Just like how he thinks. You ever seen that? No, not really. He's like, people ask him questions and he almost like doesn't respond for like an uncomfortably long amount of time because he's like thinking about the question. It'd be cool to be in his brain. I know what you're saying though about spending his money, yeah, but no, he's obviously being inside yeah, his I brain mean, would be a cool he's thing. He's a very, like, I, I, I don't follow him on Twitter, but every time I go on Twitter, he's like constantly like posting. Oh, he posts so. the most random shit. Dude. He's a mess on there. Yeah. Um, all right. I am just going to go with the greatest golfer of all time and one of the greatest coxmen of all time, Tiger Woods, that guy just running around playing golf, banging Waffle House waitresses, banging random ass porn. I mean, porn stars. I mean, look at this guy. I just, it, 
I mean, who wouldn't want to be Tiger for a day? The sky's the limit, you know. Mm-hmm. I had to go do out it, yep. and freaking go out and shoot sixty nine, and then have a few of them. You don't. You know, just, it is what it is. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna take um, Tom Brady um, probably after uh, Atlanta Super Bowl when I was like, I just couldn't imagine that high of like, you think you're out of it, you come back twenty eight three. Uh, go home to Giselle. I'm sure some magic happened. Um, but uh, it's just a no-brainer for me. I probably should have took it number one. I was actually surprised you didn't take him number one, dude. I yeah. thought he was your man, you know? I did think that, but uh, I don't know. Like, Wait, would you, you'd want to play a game as Tom Brady? Would you want to play a game as him in your 24 hours? I mean, I would like to experience the feelings, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could never do what he does the way he does it. So it's like, if I'm in that body, I do yeah, I yeah. just like experience what he does. Yeah, I guess I want to oh. feel that feeling of the game. Yeah, yeah. That would be pretty badass, dude. All right. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I'm not too large of a dude. Uh, for those of you that do know me, um, you know that I'm not that large of a dude. I'm. I want to like. I've never punched anyone in my life. I've like punched someone in the arm because like they, you know, whatever. But I've never actually hit anyone. Never been in any fights in my life, anything like that. I'm taking the baddest motherfucker on earth, dude, that's ever walked this earth. That's Mike Tyson. I can't Ooh. imagine. I can't yeah. imagine fucking punching someone with that power that that dude has and just like feeling that for one time. <clears throat> and that dude likes to fucking party too. So you just go knock someone out in the ring and then just have yourself a blast that night. Yeah. Yep. Also, very friendly with the girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little controversial with the girls too, but uh, very. Maybe <laughs> spend some time in jail. Yeah, I was being a, I, been a little sarcastic when I said a little bit. All right. Uh. All right. Um. I'm not big a big fan of uh, getting up in front of like a bunch of people and like presenting or talking and shit like that but uh this dude seems like he's fucking really good at it and that's luke combs i think being luke combs for a day being up on stage being in a concert singing and then afterwards just fucking i think he's just a cool dude so luke i gotta take i have a really good one i think but i'm gonna hold off because i don't think he'll take it i'm gonna go with the rock um Everyone loves The Rock. He's funny. He's handsome. He's built like a brick shit house. Um, sexiest man alive. It's pretty easy. The guy's just like he's the perfect package, and very wealthy. Yes, dude, it's insane. Like, do you think he takes steroids? Does he come out and say he does? He must. He has to, right? Yeah. He had to have when he was in WWE at one point. Yeah. He is huge still, though. He's a yeah, fucking monster. He has a you ever see some of like his diets and stuff like when he goes not diets but like what he eats like on a normal day sometimes is it a lot of calories or, like cheat day it's like fucking 20 pancakes dude and like two pizzas it's nuts like to see, start like, the day. i was i would never want to like be that big if i had to eat that much like i like food but i don't like food that fucking much i don't want to eat like ten thousand fucking calories a day. i think it's just his cheat day though it's like not because he wants to like bulk it's just what he likes i think he eats yeah. so but well and then, like, he's like, fuck it. Cheat day. Mm-hmm. He's still got to eat a fuck ton of food to bulk up. 
I'm sure he does. I mean, he's also got his own personal chefs and probably dietitians and probably steroid doctor. Yeah. Um, All right. I'm going kind of Kevin went up with a musician. I am as well. Wouldn't necessarily say I'm like a huge fan of this guy's music, but could you imagine being fucking Elvis for a day? Mm-hmm. Woo! Just up on stage. Just, I mean, literally you just don't even open your mouth and just chicks are just fucking losing their shit. It's like one of the best. I'm just saying, dude, fucking being Elvis for a day back in the fucking fifties or whatever that I think it was the fifties when he was, yeah. Had to have been a fucking time to be alive. Yeah. It must have been the easiest thing on earth for him to do. You know do, how many like, bushes that dude's Like shooting fishes. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 Holy, seriously, dude. Holy fuck. A bush. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Um, fuck. Fucking Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. In honor of today's date, February 22nd, I am going to go with Herb Brooks. And in honor of the Miracle on Ice, I think it would be fucking badass to be on that bench watching the greatest upset in, like, sports history. So that was more of because it was the, whatever, the fucking 43rd, uh, 43rd anniversary of it. Was he the coach? Yeah. And he was the one, you know, everybody said that he was fucking crazy. They couldn't beat the Russians and he's vindicated. So give me a front row seat from the bench. I'm not going to lie. You probably could have taken that with your last pick, dude. And you probably would have had it. Probably. But I still, um, I don't think anybody's going to take my last one. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I see where you're going with that, dude. I just, I'm looking at this list and I'm, we're, we're missing something. Um, I don't think any of us have a, have a female. Um, it's sexist, and I'm not going to put up with it anymore. I'm taking Jennifer Lopez. I want to be naked all day, sitting in front of the mirror, looking at myself, and playing with myself and feeling myself. Um, I just think that, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. She's a goddess. It's not a bad one, dude. She's she's pretty solid. I uh, I'm on a, I don't know. J Lo doesn't do it for me. You no. know, I you said the last one, and I was like, I panicked, and I was like, I gotta find a girl for us because this is ridiculous. And she just the first one that came to my mind right now. I mean, she's nothing wrong with her. Don't get me wrong. I mean, she's probably like up there in age, but. I'm sure everything's tight with the doctor she is. Oh, I'm no no questions. I'm not. I don't think that's a mistake pick, but I do think I didn't think. I mean, I'm shooting from the hips. <laughs> Shoot from the hip, dude. That's what you do. All right. Um, I would like to see what it's like to be the fastest man on earth. I'm taking Usain Bolt. Good pick. Uh, fucking can fly. Anytime that dude raced, that he he was winning, his fucking country was winning. It didn't matter. He was gonna fucking will them back from any deficit, dude. So fucking fast, I can't even imagine. Like that dude used to just like brag. He'd do a hundred meters and he'd brag for the final like thirty, forty Incredible. meters because he was already winning. So yep. 
absurd. And just to say you're the fastest man on earth, that's so cool. Yeah. Ever. Like, like all these the humans that ever walked ever. on this planet, and you're the fastest one to ever walk or run. All right, dude. Uh, shit. Let me see. My last pick, dude. Just want to make sure I'm not making a mistake here. No. Uh, I, I, I was going with a woman, and I just want to make sure I had the right thing here, dude. Uh, Sherry, this is a little bit up your alley. I think I'm, I'm going with Trish Stratus, dude. I'm taking Trish Stratus. Uh, one of the all-time greats in the WWE world, dude. Just absolute icon of our time. Wow, what a pick. Uh, man, when she used to come out. <laughs> I mean, woo, woo. Yeah, let's go with Trish. I think I would have went with Deborah, um, just because of the puppies. But uh, Trish is, oh my God, Trish is Trish was more my, more my kind of girl, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Spent a lot of my nights. What about China? Ah, China's scary, no. dude. She's scary. <laughs> she's she's on those same drugs as The Rock. No, it's me. No, I said R.I.P. Oh, yeah, she's dead. I have two tough choices. Like, I don't know which one to go with. Okay, so my thought is billionaires party harder than anyone. And some of the stories that Jordan, yeah, it's got to be. I got to think some meth head like down on Waldo Street's partying harder than they are, dude. Maybe harder, but I think that like when you're a billionaire, you've seen more fucked up shit. Yeah, crazy shit for the night. Like, yeah, have yeah, you? Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever like. I've obviously watched Wolf of Wall Street, but like actually listened to Jordan Belfort's stories. Yeah. Um, of what's happened at these Vegas parties that they couldn't even put in movies is absurd, but. That's what got me on the right co- like track of that I want to go down, but I'm going to take Pablo Escobar. Like I think that his parties are <laughs> off the charts with the amount of white cocaine that's I've never done cocaine <laughs> in my life. But like just to be able to see that, the guns, the girls, the houses, the thrill wow. of like always being on the run, like of like owning like the Mexico government. Um dude's a powerful man. Very and powerful. to be able to be like, hey, I want that guy's head off, and it happens within minutes, you know, maybe maybe I would take Kyrie's leg. I don't know. Um, but I'm just saying, I think that would be a fun guy to be a B for the day. I, I didn't expect to see Pablo's name in this, dude, but I mean, you no. bring up some you bring up some good points. I mean, you only get to be in for 24 hours, and like you have to like live yeah. with like just want to see what that life's about yeah you know? just what it's about yeah yeah i gotcha my other option um, by the way, going into this oh no go ahead for going i'll talk about it no 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 you no go ahead i i, I still don't think you're gonna, take gonna 18 years old what? jump off a cliff head first <laughs> no world war ii okay all right that's all right i was gonna say where are you going with this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yep. Get a twisted mind, Sherry. Oh, I was gonna say, isn't you kind of fucked up, my guy? Um. All right, I'm gonna go with a. <laughs> you guys are gonna fuck. I'm gonna go with a different angle with this one. Actually, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to say this. You can. No, I mean I know I can, but it's it's, it's kind of a it's I, kind I of. I know I want to hear it. Yeah, just you got it. You got it. You got it. All right, I um I'm also gonna go with a female. 
And I am going to say Giselle, preferably on a night one of their children was conceived. Ooh. Wow. Give me fucking Tommy. Wow. When Tommy's going to Pound Town? You want that? Gotta, huh? gotta, you want to see what that's I like? Got, I gotta see I gotta see what it's like. I gotta see if he's a goat in the bed in the bedroom too. <laughs> no, how weird would that be if I was Tom and Ooh, I'm like, man, I feel like hours. I'm Tom, but I'm really Andy and you and I'm pounding Giselle and you're like, wait. I'm Zach. That that's I didn't think of that. That could be a um, probably did think of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, sure, I did. That was the whole point. That's funny. <laughs> so Tom and Giselle make it great. I love it. A power couple they were. They're gonna get back together. I feel it. Zero chance. Feel it. No chance, dude. No chance. No, you're really on the wrestling kick, huh? No, I, I, t- Tommy. To, you think t- Tom Brady came back for this one season, dude, to go eight and nine? He did it just so he could divorce his wife and had an excuse for it, dude. That's what he did. <laughs> um, speaking of wrestling, I don't pay attention to it. I think it's trash now. Is Vince McMahon like smoking lunch every day? He wants to sell it for $9 billion. Probably worth that, no? That's that pop- it's still that popular, $9 billion? Oh, I have no idea, I guess. I don't know, but I, I like he owns like NXT. He owns WWE. Like He owns all those, but so I, I, don't, I don't know. I hope he does because he sucks. He can't get over fucking Brock Lesnar, and I can't – like I don't watch it because of that. I'm just saying $9 billion, it seems fucking crazy to me. Roman Reigns has been the champ for like two years, dude. And Buckley could have better wrestling moves than that guy. <laughs> Buckley's pretty good, dude. The dude does a super punch. It's called. It's fucking the. He jumps at someone and punches them, and it's supposed to be a great move or something. It sucks. Does suck, dude. Don't need to get into that though. But do you guys got anything else? This might be one of our first episodes to be less than an hour. Is it? Which is okay. The, I mean, there's Rolls? not oh. there's not much going on in the old sporting world, you know. No, you I know mean, what? I we can branch out and start talking about other shit, but I mean, I don't know if that's what this is about. So, um, our next episode is number sixty nine, and we should probably make it all about making love. <laughs> the whole episode. <laughs> we'll do a starting five of our favorite positions. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's gotta be sexual next episode <laughs> also just um when just so everybody's aware our next episode after tonight is going to be we may have to push i wonder if we should push the recording to thursday so it actually drops on the one year anniversary of episode one wow we got that's it. coming up huh next so week i think it it, would, it looks like Next, March 3rd, I just looked. We released the first episode on March 3rd. Um, so if we recorded next Thursday, we'd drop we got him. the one-year anniversary episode 69 later. Day. Oh, my gosh, dude. What a monumental week that is. We went from just baseball to just a sex episode. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Maybe we'll turn it into a sex pod, dude. It could, it could blow up. Hey. The fucking, that Caller Daddy podcast was a sex one, and that motherfucker, that bitch made a fucking shit ton of money. Gosh. Um, we so doing? we're dropping the one-year anniversary episode, and it's episode 69. 
I mean, yeah. this is serendipitous. Couldn't be fucking better. That's incredible. <laughs> We're just going to talk about sex. <laughs> That's it. I'm sure the wives would really love I'm going to take Viagra one. before I come on. <laughs> oh, just my get, God. Just kids just getting bricked up fucking during the podcast. <laughs> Holy shit. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I'd imagine the wife would be very enthused about us talking about that on, uh, to, well, I don't know how many people, but more than they probably want to talk, have us talk about it. A couple thousand, you know. Couple. Shout out Natty Light for making this happen. Shout out, <laughs> yeah. Big sponsor. Yeah. All right. Can't wait for next week's. Like we said, it will be a day later, so it will drop on a Friday, not Thursday. Um, just checking one more time. You guys got anything else? Good, bro. All right. Hey, everyone, stay healthy. Peace. Thanks, guys.